Okay, so we're starting the daf over here on the second line on daf Chavtes is where it begins. Betisha ba'av nigzar al avoseinu shaloyi konsolaretz. It was Tisha above that it was decreed on our fathers not to enter Eretz Yisrael. This is due to the sin of the uh, Meraglim, of the spies, that it all took place. It all went down basically on the ninth day of Av. Minolim. So where's the basis for that? How do we know? Tehsev is so that you got to keep track of the timeline. It says in the Pasuk, it was the first month, that's Nisan. Bishon Hashin is the second year. First of the month, Hukam and Mishkan, that was the Mishkan was set up. From Marmar, we've said elsewhere previously, Shan Rishon Asamoshes Mishkan. It was in the first year that Moshe made the Mishkan, Moshe's Mishkan, and it was the second year that it was opened, started. So it, with this Hakamas Mishkan happened in year two. Vishalach Miraglam, and it was on year two that he sent the spies. So we know for a fact that it was in the second year, at some date, we didn't say when, that the spies were sent. Now, when did that happen? This was in the second year, in the second month. This is Eor we're talking about. On the 20th of Eor, they needed to travel. Okay? So the cloud went up from the newly set up Mishkan, basically a little month and a half late, a little over a month and a half later from when it was opened. And they needed to travel. They traveled from the mountain of God. Three days travel. They were, they misbehaved at this time. Um, so this is when they didn't do, they didn't act so appropriately when they left. Um, I don't know if you know, they, uh, so basically, as, as you remember in the Psukim, what it says is is that uh, when they left uh, the, uh, the 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 where we, they received the Torah Har Sinai, so they uh, they sort of were very excited to leave because you know like a child runs away from from school you know like let me out of here so like that was the emotion it's not exactly appropriate for adults. And that's what it's talking about. This is the at that time. So we traveled three days, and um, the people, the the riffraff, asafsof, were the people who were gathered up from Moshe. They weren't really Jewish, but they followed the Jews along in their sojourn through the desert. Moshe let them come along. They were Egyptians. And they're called the Erev Rav, okay? And his Avutava, they had a desire for food. And it, it was basically their complaints brought the Jewish people to also complain. The Gomer, and so on. So that was when uh, Moshe uh, got the, the slav, and it was a month of slav eating. It was a slav fest going on. And uh, slav is the, those birds, those dodo birds or whatever it was, like these very fat, fat birds. And, um, and that, that's what they ate and they died from it, whatever. But that all happened. That, right, so we counted three days plus a month of slav. So now, 
Sivan. That brings us now to the 22nd day of Sivan. Okay, because you have ER, 20th day ER, three days later, and then it brings you down to, and then a month brings you to, a uh, month is 29 days. So basically that brings you to the 22nd of Sivan. And then Miriam um, had said Lashon Hora about Moshe, and she was she got Saras, and she was seven days in quarantine where they did not travel. Tavlu Esrim Vatisha, 22 plus 7, brings us to 29th day of Esrim Vatisha B'Sivan, 29th day of Sivan. Oksiv, and right after that it says, Shlach L'cha Noshim, send for you messengers. So when were the messengers sent out? 29 Sivan. Vitanya Besrim Vatisha B'Sivan, Shalach Moshe, the Brisa confirms this. It says in the 29th of, of Sivan, that's when Moshe sent the spies. They came back from the tour of the land, uh, from touring the land. At the end of 40 days. So if you add the 29th of Nisan, 40 days, that'll get you to Tishabav. Uh, so the Gemara says, That's not true. It's actually... Uh, 40 minus 1, it's only 39 days. So, Amr Abaye, not true, because Tammuz, the Ishasa, the Tammuz of that year, Meluye Meluha, it was a full Tammuz. So, instead of being a 29 day Tammuz, it was a 30 day Tammuz. So, therefore, it's a day earlier that they arrived, which brings us to the day that they got back. That's the day, it was a, it was a pointed time that the uh, destruction of the temple took place at the same time of a bad day. That when they heard the bad news of the, how powerful the inhabitants of Israel were, and they were frightened, so they cried on that night. And that that was uh, basically also Laila Lil Tishbab, that evening was the evening of Tisha B'av, that night that they cried. And Amr Lama and God declared, You cried a cry that was for naught, and no reason to cry. It's going to be a re- it's, I'll give you a reason to cry. Sounds exactly. I'm gonna, I'll stay here, it's fine. Okay. And um, um, it'll be a, a, a cry for generations. So I'll give you a, a reason to cry. Okay? A classic, uh, classic parenting uh, line, right? You're crying for nothing? I'll give you a reason to cry. Okay. Anyway, sure enough, Harabais, Bereshona, the base of Migdash was also destroyed at that same date, first base of Migdash. And how do I know that? As the Pasuk says, on the fifth month, which is Av. Um, on the seventh day of the month, that was the 19th year to the king Nebuchadnezzar, the chief butcher, who was not a butcher of meat, by the way, but that's the what Tabach means. The servant of the king above, and he burnt the house of God. That was... So that was on the 7th, it says. 
okay, the seventh of of Av. Now, Xiv, but it also says, in Jer- that was in Malachim, but it says in Yermia, V'chodesh Chamishi Bezrael Chodesh, it was in the fifth uh, month, on the tenth of the month, Hishnas Shasrei Shana L'Melch Rechnetzer, nineteenth year, the king of Rechnetzer, Melch Babel, Panuzvadon Rav Tabochim, it sounds like that's everything went down in Yermia's version on the 10th. Tanya, we learned in the Brisa to explain the disparity. You can't say it was the 7th. Sharik Farnamar Besar already said the 10th. You can't say the 10th. Sharik Farnamar Beshiva. So, how are we to um, you know, bring these two positions to together. The way to explain it is this, it was on the seventh that the Gentiles made it into the Hechel. They partied, they ate, and they ruined it. They were just destroying uh, the seventh, the eighth, and the ninth. They basically took over and they didn't right away burn it. They just... Um, Pretty much, you know, it was just ruining it. And then, in the ninth, towards nightfall, that's when they actually lit it and burnt it down. And it burnt the entire tenth day. So that's the Pasuk. Anyway, this is why Rabbi Yochanan says, had I been in that generation, I would have said that the main commemoration of of the um, of Tisha B'av should be on the tenth of Av. Of course, we'd have to change the name, but um, other than that, it should have been the tenth of Av. Because most of the Hechel was burnt on the tenth of Av. After all, it was only started ninth towards towards evening. But, nevertheless, the Rabbanon who did commemorate it on the 9th is because Rabbanon Aschalta to Pernus Adifa, the, the beginning is really the, the most hardest time. Okay. What's the, what about the second? How do you know that the second base of English was destroyed on the same day? Titania, that's the Bryson, Mikalgin, Schusliom, Zakai. They actually bring mer- the a meritorious day will have more meritorious things happen on the day of Chayev and obligation, obligatory things for obligatory days. So bad days will beget bad events. And that is um, what happened with Tisha B'Av as well, that the second Mitzvah was on the second on the same time that it was destroyed. And actually, you know, if you read Josephus or whatever, these the, that, that goes through the history of the second destruction of the second temple, it's almost like they knew that this was a portentous time, a bad time, so they specifically waited to do it at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like they wanted, it was more meaningful to them. Amru, so they say, It was, um, uh, you know, the eve of Tisha It was also a Saturday night. It was, a, it was the year after Shemitah year. It was during the watch of Yoyarev, which was the first of the, um, of the 
mishmaros of the kohanim. Valavim hayu omrim shira, and the levim were singing shira. Vaomdim al duchanim, and they were understand. Omashira hayu omrim. What was the shira that they sang? Vayashav aleim es onam uvra asam yatzmi sing. That was the one that they ended up singing. Now, Atosvus points out. Um, um, that's not the not in the right. That's not the right song, okay. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, they it was somehow came it came to them this to sing this in particular, because um, it was like their punishment came at that time anyway. And they couldn't even finish the sentence. That's when they were captured. And it was really a repeat in the second temple the same way. Okay. Um, next thing on the list of what happened on Tishabav, it was Betar was conquered. So where does that come from? Uh, Gemara, that's based on, uh, rib, that was a tradition. We don't have a real source. Now, Nechrishahir, where does that come from? How do you know that happened on Tishabav, that the city of Yerushalayim was plowed under? Tanya learned in a brisa. It was plowed. He plowed under the whole Heichal. Um, it was decreed that Rabban Gamliel needs to die. One of the Roman senators came. And he stood in the base the big nose is uh, wanted. Big nose is wanted. Shama Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel heard him saying that, and he realized that big nose means none other than him. Okay. Now, this does not mean that he necessarily had a big nose, but he realized that it was a hint to the leader, the, the most important person. Anyway, sure enough, uh, so he quickly hid. And then this Roman senator came to Rabbi Gamliel in secret, and Amr lay, and he told him, If I save your life, will you guarantee that I get a portion of the world to come? Apparently he was a believer. So Amr lay, hey, yes, I will guarantee that. Amr lay, so swear to me. So he did swear to him. And he went up to the roof, Nafil umis, and then he fell to his death. Okmiri, and there is a tradition, if anyone in the Roman Senate, if there was a decree from the Roman Senate, and one of the people from the Roman Senate dies, they'll right away undo the decree because they'll take it as a, uh, as a sign that one of them had to die. That must be it was a bad decree. They'll just you know, squash the decree. And that's exactly what happened. And therefore, Yatsabasko, the heavenly voice came out, this, man, this fellow is grant, guaranteed his portion of the world to come. There were groups and groups of uh, various young Kohanim, and they had the keys of the temple in their hands, and they went all the way to the roof, 
Kaga Echal, to the rooftop of the Hechal, Amru, and they said, they said, Master of the universe, if after all we were not merit, we did not merit to be um, the, the, the treasure, tre- you know, the treasurers of the temple. Um, so, to be trusted treasurers. Then we're giving the keys back. And they just threw the keys up to the heaven. A form of a hand came out and accepted the keys, caught the keys, basically handed the keys back to God. Or it was already burning, so they just jumped off into the fire. And that was the lamentation of Isaiah, Anavi, Shishaya Navi, you all went up to the mount, to the to the rooftops. Your dead bodies were not destroyed, not killed by the sword. They weren't killed by battle. You, they basically, they, they took their own lives. Even God himself, so to speak, was lamenting this. Um, that they basically just, you know, took their own lives in despair. Which brings us to the next thing. When it comes to Av, we limit our joy. Okay, the son of Rav said, in the name of Rav, just like when Av comes, we limit our joy. When Adar comes, we increase our joy. So our Papa, our Papa says, Hilkach bar Yisrael, therefore a Jew, the Islay Dina Bhadinakh that has a court case with a Gentile, Lishtamid Mineh Ba'av. Try to you know push off the court case in Av, the Rea Mazale, because after all that's bad. It's a bad mazel. Velimti nafshibador and let him be available in ador, debarin mazle because he um, it was uh, he has a good mazel. Lasis lachem achris v'tikva. Give them uh, a hope. Um, and, and this is what this, by the way, has nothing to do with the topic, but. It's the same you now, Rav Yehuda, the son of Rav Shmuel Bashilas, in the name of Rav, so we, we're mentioning this. So Jeremiah says that when they went to Babel, they had Achriz Fetichva, a hope, and a future. What does that mean? Amar Rav Yehuda, Breda Rav Shmuel Bashilas, Mishmei Rav, Elu Dekalim, Uklei Pishtan. They had palm trees that gave them some readily, there was a, 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 a lot, a plethora of palm trees available in Babylonia. That they can uh, eat cheaply, you know, have food to eat, sustain themselves with clay pishtan, and there was also uh, linen garments that was available, so they had what to wear. Those things grow very well in Bavel as well. So, bottom line is, there was um, um, basically they have food and clothes, so like they were like it wasn't that bad of an exile, so to speak. another pasuk, see them, the smell of. My son is the smell of the field that God blessed. 
What's the smell of the field that God bless? Am Rav Yehuda, Breda Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas, the smell is the smell of an apple orchard. Okay. Next. Shabbos. Shechal Tishabav Lios Besocha. The week of Tishabav comes out in it. Asun Lesapar Lechabes. You're not allowed to get haircuts nor launder your clothes. Amar Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, Lashon Lechabes Lilbosh. This is if you want to launder and wear the clothes. That's what's not allowed. Aba Lechabes Laniach. But if you're just laundering to leave it and have folded laundry for after um, Tisha B'Av, uh, that's perfectly legal, according to Rav Nachman. Rav Sheshes Amar, Pil Chabes Ulaniyachaser, even that's prohibited. Amar Rav Sheshes Teda proved to you, the Batli Katsuri the Beirav, the laundromats in, uh, in the house of Rav are, are, are off on the week of Tisha B'Av. Master Rav Amnun is Rav Amnun asks a question. Machamishi mutarim b'nei kvodah Shabbos on the Thursday, they would be allowed to do laundry for honor of Shabbos. Now, Lamai, what do you? When are you going to wear it? Ilem l'chabes v'lul boshevitz to launder and wear. My kavod Shabbos eko. Where is there any kavod Shabbos in wearing the clothes that you washed on Thursday? On Thursday, el laniach. Obviously, it's to save it till, um, till. Till Shabbos, and it's only allowed to 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 do it to save till Shabbos on Thursday. Avol b'Shabbos kula, but the whole week Aser would be prohibited to wait till to prepare by doing laundry for Shabbos. So the Gemara says no. Lo lo am l'Shabbos for a little bit. Maybe it means to do laundry and to wear. Um, we're talking about where that's your only garment, so you want to freshen it up. And even though, since that's all your only garment, you'll, you'll obviously have to wear it, but it'll still be relatively cleaner by the time Shabbos comes along, but you will be wearing it right away. We find such a concept. Somebody only has one garment, you would be allowed to launder it on Cholomoid. It Marnami, another statement, Rabbi Binyamin Amarab, Alazar. His opinion also, like, like Rav Nachman, it's only a problem to launder to wear. Avalaniach mutter would be allowed. Meisveh, on that we have a question. Also, l'chabes l'pnei tishbav, you're not allowed to launder before tishbav. Even with the intent to keep it till after tishbav, it's still not allowed. Okay, our ironing, which uh, in the time of the Talmud, Kikibushalahem is like they're laundering. Meaning it's you know, it's one you know that higher level of cleanliness is only their lower level for them. And linen garments is no there's no problem with with ironing. Um that, uh, that's not that's not the only problem with the only ironing that's prohibited is because is um is like silk or fancy, uh, fancier clothes, apparently. Okay. Now, Tiyofta, which really, they basically disproves the opinion, because it's saying straight up that you're not allowed to launder during, before Tishabav, for after Tishabav. And that seems to be the bottom line here. Okay. Now, um...
Uh, okay. Now, Shalach Rav Yitzchak Bargiri Mishmed Rav Yochanan. Rav Yitzchak Bargiri sent in the name of Rav Yochanan. Even though we said that linen is not a problem to 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 iron, but to wear on Shabbos, to um, wear it in the week of Tishabav that you're not allowed to do. That's only prohibited for before Tishbav, up until Tishbav. But after Tishbav, Mutter, it's perfectly permissible to wear after Tishbav, even though it's the week that Tishbav falls out in. Shmuel disagrees, he says, no, the week of Tishbav is prohibited in both sides, before and after Tishbav. So, we have some questions on Shmuel's opinion. Also, the Sabbath Chabbos, or Chamishim, would term make for the Shabbos on Thursday. You're allowed for Kavod Shabbos, Ketzad, and we gave an example. Chalios bechav b'Shabbos. If it's a Sunday that Tishav falls out on, Mutal Chabbos Kol Shabbos Kula. The entire previous week, previous week is completely permissible to launder. B'Sheni b'Shlishi b'Raviv comes out on a Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Wednesday. Or Thursday, before that day is forbidden. But afterwards is permitted. If Tishbav comes out on a Friday, you're allowed to do it on the Thursday. And if you didn't do so on Thursday, even though it's Tishbav, you're allowed to do the laundry on Erev Shabbos, as long as it's in the afternoon then it's clearly for Shabbos. And even though it may be technically legal, anyone who do that is uh, sort of, you know, you know, getting a major finger-whacking from Abaye because, like, it's really not appropriate to be doing laundry on, on Tisha B'Av. Even though it's Lekavit Shabbos, but you shouldn't have waited. Okay. Um... Now, Chalios B'Sheni, Uvachamishi, if it comes out on a Monday, a Monday or Thursday, Koran Shlosha, we read three Elias, Om Aftar Echad, and the Haftarah. And B'Shlishi B'Revi, if it's on a Tuesday or Wednesday, Koran Echad, Om Aftar Echad, just one Aliyah and one Maftir. And Rabbi Yosemar, no, Lo'olam Koran Shlosha, Um Aftir Echad. Of course, we can always read um, three Elias and Haftarah. Bottom line is, isn't this basically a straight-up Tzipruk Tishmol who says that it's Asr even after Tishbav? Here it's saying that it's um, only Asr now. So um, that's a good question. All right, so we'll see. Well, So it's a Tiyufta Tishmol. seems to disprove Shmuel who says it's Asr even after Tishbav, and here it's saying it's, it's not Asr after Tishbav. Amalach Shmuel, tonight you say it's a Machlokas Tanoim. Tanya, because there's another opinion. When Tishabav comes out on Shabbos, or even if it's Erev Tishabav that comes out on Shabbos, either one, um, you're allowed to eat a whole, whatever you want that Shabbos, you can have on your table, even a meal fit for a king, for Shlomo Melech. But haircuts and laundering is even from Rosh Chodesh till 
the fast day. Divrei Reb Meir, that's Reb Meir's opinion. And Reb Yudomer, Kol Chodesh Kulo, Asur, the entire month of Tish of of Av is forbidden to get haircuts. And Rosh Gamliel Omer, Eno Asur Ella, Oser Shabbos Bavad, only the week of is prohibited. Vitani Idach, another Bryce says, Vinoig Avel Mer Rosh Chodesh, Vadatanis, the Velus is from Rosh Chodesh till Tainis. Divrei Reb Meir, that's Reb Meir's position. Reb Yudomer, Kol Chodesh Kulo, the entire month. Seemingly the same three opinions. Now, all, all three came from the same source, the same Pasuk. It's a Pasuk in Hosea. We refrain from all joy, joyous activities. Chaga, Chodcha, Vishabata. Now, what do these three lines mean? Madam and Rish Chodesh Adatainis, one who says, from Rish Chodesh till the fast, Michagats. That's Chagats, meaning means refers to Rish Chodesh, which is like a holiday. Okay? Um, and Madam Rakala Chodesh Kulo, Asur Mechadsha, he learned it from the word Chadsha. Madam Rakala Shabbos Kulo, the whole week, Asur Mishabata, from the word week. And anyway, so it sounds like that week means, and this will continue with the, I guess I could read a little longer, Amarava, that's the, that's Allaha, and Amarava, Allaha, could be Meir, Allaha is like Rameir. How could it be both? The meaning, Rameir says it's only Asr till Tishabav, not after. And he says it's only the week, so it's both leniency. That it's only the week of. Even afterwards, follows that it's only um, only up until Tishabab, but not after Tishabab. And that's the bottom line. And we'll stop over here. A pleasure learning with everybody. And have a wonderful. Shavua Tov. See you all tomorrow. Take care. Good vach. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.